Hello, everybody. This is Barrett Matthews here. I'm with the, the Extreme Business Makeover with PPI. And my guest today is Ronnie Guest. Ronnie, how you doing, man? Hey, Barrett. Everything's going well. I'm feeling pretty good today, sir. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Ronnie, you're here to do a presentation. You're here to get your things going with the Extreme Business Makeover. But first, what I want to do is have you talk about you. Tell everybody who, who Ronnie Guest is. Well, just, you know, briefly about me. Uh, you know, I'm a father. I'm a family man. I I love uh, youth advocacy. Mm -hmm. you know, I want to make sure that I give back. Uh, you know, from an educational standpoint, you know, I, I went to college. Of course, I got my undergrad in business. I got my master's in business. Right. And I'm about a year, just less than a year and a half away from finishing my doctorate. And nice. so, you know, I'm a family man, and I, I care about my community, and I care about that next generation. So, you know, okay. that's me. Okay, so so the presentation you're going to be giving, and I know you, you have a passion for, for helping the youth out, but... Who specifically is the presentation for? The presentation is geared for those folks that want to be youth leaders, mm, those okay. that want to take the next step, and, and they want to work with youth. They just maybe don't know the process, the steps that they need to take. Yeah. Uh, well, it's creating a certification program for them to get them where mm -hmm. they need to be. Uh, it's one thing to mentor a youth, yeah. but it's another thing to have a vehicle in place right. to where you can go through a process and you know exactly what you should be doing, how to do it, mm -hmm. so that it's more effective uh, when we're looking at that next generation coming forward. Now, are you able to help them develop into doing that? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. You know, I said it's just it's putting the necessary pieces of the puzzle together, okay. so to speak. Um, when you have your youth, in, and I've been in a number of, of opportunities where I got to speak with youth, and that's where the passion came from. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but I really didn't know exactly how to do the things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was looking at what others have done before me right. uh, in the youth leadership realm, and then also having the opportunity to come down here and work with other professionals right. uh, to kind of solidify my message and put things together. Mm -hmm. And it helped provide the framework that I needed, and so that's the foundation piece of it. So what are some of the common mistakes that uh, people make when they're trying to work with you that you think that you can help them with? I think one of the biggest mistakes is realizing that they're not you. Mm. Too many times, it's just like our parents. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I love yeah. my mom, I love my dad, you know, may he rest in peace, mm -hmm. but they always, the messages that they gave us was like, you gotta do this. Well, everybody's unique. Yes. Everybody has that unique fingerprints so yes, to speak yes. and I think from a youth leadership standpoint you have to recognize what is unique about each of those individuals that you work with mm -hmm. because there's not a, a one-size-fits-all there's I not agree. this this, yes. this cookie-cutter style you got to realize when you're working with youth that all of them are different yes and and by doing that now you understand that it just doesn't work when you try to put them all in the same bucket mm -hmm. and expect the same result from everybody because everybody's different. So most of the people that you're working with as far as developing youth leaders, are these people who've already been working with kids mostly or are there people that are brand new that are trying to get into that? I think more so it's a combination of both. Okay. You have some that have worked with youth in the past, mm -hmm. uh, just you know, kind of like I started off, yeah. just working mm -hmm. with them, not really knowing what the steps were, how to mm -hmm. get to where I wanted to go, not really understanding that people are different yeah, yeah. And, and just trying to put everybody, like I say, in that same bucket. So you have those that have worked with some that way, but then mm -hmm. you have those that want to work with youth, mm -hmm. 
maybe their coaches. And yeah, they feel yeah, like, yeah. Now, I'm a coach of, uh, I'm a cheer coach or I'm a basketball coach. Yeah. So I know how to work with youth. Well, you know how to work with a team yeah. that you're used to working yeah. with. Yeah. And being a coach is similar. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to mentor a youth and un- help them understand the ways that they can elevate their voice, and they do that via mm-hmm. the choices that they make in their life. Um, your voice is passion. Your voice is your calling card. Yeah. What does your calling card say about you? Yeah. And yeah. if you don't, if you go out as a youth, for example, if I'm a youth and I'm going out and I'm, I'm acting up and I'm, I'm speaking loud and I'm doing this, I'm not necessarily sharing any gifts that I may have. Right, I'm not elevating right, my right, voice right, just because I'm raising be, it. Right, right. You do it via yeah. your actions. I love it. And so that's how you get to that piece. Wow. So do you find that when you work with people who have been working with youth in, in, a, in any capacity and they come to you, do you feel that many of them are receptive to, to your teaching? Absolutely they are. And I think now that I've, I've gone through some programs and some processes for myself, in addition to, like I said, I'm about a year and a half away from finishing my doctorate. Mm-hmm. And through this process, there's so many theories about yeah, yeah. life and about experiences and about leadership mm-hmm. and about mentorship. All of these things encumbered mm-hmm. helps get to that point. Right. And so this, for me, it didn't happen overnight. And I don't expect that it'll happen overnight for them. But if I can help lay that framework to provide that blueprint, mm-hmm. then they can take it and start to build upon it. So what would you say are three suggestions you'd give people who are interested in working with the youth? The first suggestion you have to be passionate. Mm. You know, it, it's not one that you can just say, I'm going to work with the youth and I'm going to become rich. Mm-hmm. No, you got to be passionate. The The thing that you want to do is you want to be there to make a difference in their lives, not yours. Mm. That's the first piece. The second one, you have to be transparent because if you're not, they're going to know yeah. that you're not genuine yeah. and that you're there for some ulterior motive. And the next piece, you got to take pride. And PRIDE, for me, is an acronym, mm. and it stands for Personal Responsibility in Delivering Excellence. Oh, I love that. And you trademark that. that. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> so, I mean, those are things that you really need to be doing. you got to take that personal responsibility in knowing that you're going to deliver excellence because that excellence that you deliver is going to impact that youth's life. Yes. And when we look at our youth, think about it. They are our future. Yes. 20, 30 years ago, we were that yes, youth. Yes, yes. Oh, and oh, had oh. we, yeah, and had some of us had that that framework and the things that I'm trying to put in place with these leaders to work with our youth, had these vehicles been available then, yes, what would our country look like now? Wow, wow. That's where I'm going with this. So here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. You obviously are passionate about the, you mentioned passion. Mm-hmm. What got you started in this? What, what, when did when did you just start working with you? Yeah. Well, for me, it's it really started before 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my nephew came to live with me, and uh, he was he was he was a good kid. He was mm-hmm. one of the best basketball players that the AAU coaches on that circuit had said they'd seen in the last 20 years. Well, in December, in, excuse me, not December, but in November of 2000, I got a phone call. Mm-hmm. I was celebrating my birthday with my family. And my stepdad said, you know, oh, got shot last night. I'm like, uh, oh, what do you mean? Was my nephew. Hmm. And so we lost him. Wow. We lost him that day. And for me, 
I didn't want another youth to not have the ability to share the gift that God gave them. Mm. And if I can help put a vehicle together where we have youth advocates that can get out there and work with our youth, mm -hmm. that can partner with them, that can help them understand their value. Mm -hmm. uh, even though, you know, O was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. But for me, it's the fact that he was a 16-year-old that mm -hmm. didn't get to live his right, life to right, fruition. Right. I don't want another youth at That's all true. to have a short life like that. Um, that was where my passion came from. And ever since then, I would go to youth centers and I would speak to them. Uh, the youth there and let right. them know how their decisions uh, don't only impact the victims but they impact the victim's family they impact their own family yeah. they impact our community yeah you're right and what does it do for their voice it doesn't right. elevate their voice it, right. it silences their voice so you mentioned your vehicle talk about your vehicle that you have for people well for me you know big boss choices this came to fruition when i started to think about it you know, a lot of youth, they want to be that big boss in their life. You know, mm -hmm. they say, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm doing my thing. But you know what? If you want to be a big boss, there's choices that you got to make. Amen to that. And when you make the right choices, that's when you begin to elevate your voice. And that's when you become the big boss that you want to be in your life. And for me, it's helping them understand that every youth is their own CEO at this point. Right. And one of the things that I've talked to some of the youth that I've spoken with at different venues is, have you ever wanted to be a CEO? You know, that chief executive officer. Yeah. And, and yeah. some of them, they yell out, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean want to be? You already are. Hello. The decisions that you make right now, that's your life story that you're writing. True. You know, you're putting pen to paper. You are doing it. You're at the helm of your canvas. Right. Go paint your masterpiece. Right. Go paint your masterpiece. And for me, that is so, so why did you decide I'm going to work with leaders? Why did you decide that? I know you love the youth, yeah. but why did you decide I'm going to work with the leaders? Because I felt like there was a gap, you mm -hmm. know. And one thing that I learned in, in my doctoral program and, and doing research, when you identify a gap, you have to figure out what's the best way to fill it. Yes. Um, so for me, between the youth and those that want to work with youth, there seems to be a disconnect. <clears throat> there seems to be a gap that exists. So again, if I can lay that framework mm -hmm. and help them understand, here are some, some significant points that you can work at that are going to help you impact more youth. Yeah. Then you need to do that. And okay. so, you know, that's kind of, the, in my opinion, the best way to address that issue. So, Ron, I'm going to give you the, the last word. Let's get some closing comments. And what would you say to the audience as to why they need to come work with you if they want to work with youth? Well... I'm going to share something, mm -hmm. and for all of our audience, I'm going to ask you, wherever you're at, just close your eyes briefly and just listen. I have a voice, yet I'm to be seen and not heard. I have a gift. My mind is full of words. I'm taught there's nothing to fear but fear itself, yet I fear my thoughts, my words, my voice are placed on the shelf. I'm not you, and you're not me. Not yet do I know what I want or am destined to be. But one day it will come to me. Again, I say one day it will come to me. I have a voice, but I'm to be seen and not heard. I have a gift. My mind is full of words. I glance in the mirror, not sure who I see. I believe it's me. Let's just wait and see the me who one day I will be. 
I have a voice is filled with words. My voice will now be heard. I'm here. Where are you? I want you to be here to get you to that next step to help you impact those youth. Because again, they are our future. And if we don't do something now, it's going to happen later. And it won't be the way that we want the outcomes to see. So come join me. Help me share this youth advocacy. Let's make a difference in the lives of those that we support. Wow. That was great. Thank Th you. That was great. And yes, the man is a poet. I've heard other <laughs> stuff from him. He, he's, he's incredible. I just want you to know that. I, you. I want you to let them know how they can get in touch with you if they want to work with you. You can reach me on my Facebook, and it's Big Boss Choices. You can log on. Uh, Twitter is the same thing. Uh, but just big boss choices. You can put all one word. You can separate it. Either way, you're going to get me. Okay. And uh, I look forward to working with each and every one of you. Again, this is this is that next step. This is that movement that we have the ability to kind of turn our country around, turn our youth around, let them recognize that they have a voice. And it's through those choices that they elevate those voices. Well, as we podcast for profits, I want to thank Ronnie Guest for being on here today. Ronnie, you were incredible. Thank, thank you again. You. Guys, this has been Ronnie Guest here. He's here for Peak Performance Institute, and he's doing his extreme business makeover. And you know that this man is going to take over. So, Ronnie, thank you. Again. thanks again for joining us. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you.